Hi, and welcome to the Life Lesson Stories for Kids, brought to you by the Maverick Minister Podcasts. I'm Mike Davis. And I'm Grace Smith, and we love to tell stories. Yes, we do, and we have a lot of stories to tell. Some of them are happy. Some of them are kind of sad. Some are a lot of fun. But none of them is boring, and all of them talk about things and ideas that would be great for you to hear. Especially if you're a kid, a teenager, a young person, or a grown-up who is young at heart. So get comfortable, because the story of how to win by losing is about to begin. Once in a small town, there lived a boy named Bruno, who was a very good athlete and who loved to play any kind of sport. He also loved to win, and if he didn't, he was grumpy and a real spoil sport about it. Whenever his team lost, Bruno would complain loudly and then blame his teammates for losing the game. He would also go on to tell them how bad they all were at sports and that he wished he had teammates as good as he was so he could always have a winning team. This made them all feel pretty discouraged, and they secretly wished they didn't have to play with Bruno at all. But he was so good at every sport that they knew they could never build a team that would win against him. So playing with him seemed better than being on a team that would always lose. And they never said anything to him about how bad he made them feel when he yelled and insulted them. Now, Bruno wasn't only a poor sport when his team lost a game. He was equally a bad sport when his team won. He always had to be the captain on every team or else he wouldn't play. Then he would laugh in a loud voice and yell insults at the losing team, telling them they were all terrible athletes and they should just give up playing sports altogether because he was the best and they were all losers and didn't stand a chance of winning against him. Bruno was very good at two things, playing sports and being a bully. One day during their physical education class at school, the teacher had Bruno and another boy pick teams from the boys in the class for a game of soccer. Because this particular class tended to play very rough. He usually didn't let the girls and boys play together on the same team. Some girls had been injured in the past playing with the boys, so he had the girls play a separate game of their own or simply watch the boys' game. On this day, he had the girls watch. As always, Bruno picked his friends who were the very best athletes for his team. The other boy, who dared not choose any of Bruno's friends, chose his teammates from the boys who were left. Just as they were almost finished choosing teams, a new girl named Amelia, who had just moved from the big city, stood up and said, Your teams aren't going to be even. I would like to play on one of them. I played in a youth soccer league in the city before I moved here, and I'm a very good player, and I love to play. Just as the teacher was about to speak, Bruno interrupted him and laughed out loud and said, Ha! You must be joking. You can't play with us. You're a girl. And no girl is good at soccer. Go back to your girlfriends and play with your dollies. Leave the sports to us. Just as Amelia was about to respond to Bruno, the teacher said, Okay, everybody just calm down. It looks like today just isn't a good day for soccer. I think we're all going to run and do exercises instead. So everybody, take four laps right now. 
The whole class groaned and moaned as they stood up and started running. As Bruno passed by Amelia, he looked at her with an angry expression on his face and said softly enough so the teacher wouldn't hear, but loud enough for those around them to hear. This is all your fault. You're nothing but a stupid girl. And now you've ruined today for everybody. Why don't you just go back to your big city and your youth soccer league? Then Bruno sprinted away until he got to the front of the runners so he could be the fastest. Amelia was very upset by all that Bruno had said and was almost crying as she started to run her laps. Several of the other girls came up, ran with her, and tried to make her feel better. One of them said, It's okay, Amelia. Bruno's just a bully and he does this kind of thing to everybody. Don't feel bad. Just ignore him. That's what all of us do. The other girls nodded their heads and murmured their agreement as they ran the rest of their laps along with Amelia. That afternoon, as Amelia was walking home from school, she just couldn't stop thinking about how bad Bruno had made her feel when she asked about playing on a soccer team. She wasn't sure what she should do, and she thought about talking to her parents about what had happened. But the more she thought about that, the less she liked the idea because she didn't want them to talk to her teacher or to the principal and make it seem like she couldn't deal with her own problems on her own. Bruno was a problem, and she had to try to find a way to deal with him herself first. If that didn't work, she could talk to her parents later about helping her. She knew his bullying would just keep getting worse and worse unless she found a way to stop him. When it came time for P.E. class the next day, all the students were gathering on the field waiting for the teacher to give them instructions. Bruno was standing with his friends, laughing and talking. When Amelia walked right up to them, looked Bruno in the eye, and said in a very strong and confident voice, Bruno, yesterday you insulted me by calling me a stupid girl and you told me that I couldn't be good at soccer. Well, first, you had no right to talk to me that way and I don't want you to ever say anything like that to me again. And you don't even know me and you don't know anything about me. You don't know whether I'm good at soccer or not. And I'm pretty sure I can outplay you and outrun you any day. Besides that, I'm not going back to the city or anywhere else. So you're going to have to learn to deal with me and I'm going to have to deal with you. With that, Amelia stopped talking and took a big breath. Nobody had ever talked to Bruno like that. And he was so surprised that he just stood there with his mouth open looking at her for a moment. All his friends were equally surprised. And they all secretly thought she was very brave and wished they had the courage to do the same thing sometimes. Then Amelia turned and marched away from Bruno and his friends. As she was walking away, a very angry Bruno started yelling at her in a loud voice. <laughs> you, 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 how dare you say that stuff to me? You're gonna be sorry. You are a stupid, stupid girl, and you're gonna be really, really sorry. At that point, the P.E. teacher came over to Bruno and said, Bruno, this is completely unacceptable behavior. I am going to write you up, and I am taking you to the principal's office right now. Bruno looked at him and responded, But, but it wasn't my fault. She, she said a lot of mean things to me, and she made me mad. She called me names, and she, she's the one who should go to the principal's office, not me. The teacher said, Bruno, stop lying. Whether you all believe it or not, I am not deaf. 
I heard everything she said to you, and I heard everything you said to her yesterday. She was right, and I'm not going to allow you to threaten and bully her or anyone else in my class again. So let's go. The teacher motioned to his assistant teacher to come over and said, Charlie, have the class run four laps and do exercises until the end of the period. Charlie nodded, and the teacher led Bruno away to the principal's office. When Amelia got home from school that day, she went and told her mother everything that had happened both today and the day before. Her mother listened carefully, and then she asked, Amelia, why didn't you tell me about what happened yesterday? Amelia answered, Mom, I didn't want you or Dad to get involved. I wanted to handle it myself so the kids at the new school wouldn't just think I was helpless and weak. But I'm telling you about it now because the PE teacher and the principal are involved, and I'm pretty sure you're going to hear from them. Well, as a matter of fact, I got a call from the principal just before you got home, and she told me the whole story. She said Bruno had been sternly reprimanded and punished. She also wanted me to know that there shouldn't be any further bullying incidents in the future, and if there are, she would like me to call her directly. Amelia's mother paused for a moment and then asked, Amelia, do you think the principal is right and this is really over? No, Mom, I don't. I don't think Bruno's going to give up that easy. He's so angry with me. And now that he has been punished, I think he'll really want to get back at me so he doesn't look like a wimp to his friends. I think you're probably right about that. What do you want to do? I'm not sure. I don't want to have to worry about what he might do all the time. That's as bad as being bullied. But I also don't want to have you, Dad, and the adults at school checking on me like I can't take care of myself either. I guess what I really want is to figure out a way to get along with him so we won't have to be fighting with each other all the time. Do you mean that you want to make friends with him? Oh, not really. I could never be friends with him. I don't even like to be around him. But I do have to see him in class every day. He's in my class. So I need to find a way to be able to be myself at this new school without having to worry about what he might say or do to me. Amelia, it sounds like he's still bullying you right here and now without saying or doing anything. Mom, what do you mean? I mean, it's clear you have already decided that he's powerful and you have given him control over what you think and feel. You're so afraid of what he might say or do that you have given up a large part of what it means to be yourself. Amelia, he's not a monster, and he has no real power over you or anybody else unless you give it to him. I think he's just an unhappy and insecure kid who bullies others to try and feel strong and powerful. But even he knows he isn't. Well, Mom, even if you're right about all this, it doesn't mean he won't say or do something really mean to me at school. What can I do about him to keep that from happening? There's nothing you can do about or to him. Neither you, nor I, nor your dad, nor the principal, nor your teacher have any control 
over what Bruno says or does. But you do have control over you. You can give up being worried and afraid of Bruno. You even have control over whether or not you choose to think about him at all. Will that stop him from saying or doing something? No. But if he does, you have some pretty good backup with us, your principal, and your teacher to respond to anything he does say or do to you. It won't take him long to realize that being mean to you won't be worth what it costs him. So I should just go back to school and act like nothing happened? That seems to be a pretty good plan to me. It'll probably be a lot better one than going to school, expecting and planning for the worst, and being miserable all day. Well, what should I do or say when I see him? You don't have to do or say anything. But you should at least try and see him as just another person like you, with the same need for respect, acceptance, and friendship that you have. Mom, this is going to be really, really hard, but I guess I need to at least give it a try. That's my girl. Let's go to the kitchen and have some cookies and milk for a snack. And Amelia and her mother did just that. It seemed to make Amelia feel a little better about all that was happening with Bruno. But it didn't make her forget about it completely. The next day when she got to school, Amelia was still thinking about all the bad things Bruno might do. But she put on a brave face and tried to act like nothing was wrong. She saw him during class, but he completely ignored her until they were at lunch. And as he passed by her table, he stopped and said, You got me into a lot of trouble yesterday, and... Amelia cut him off and said, Oh, no, I didn't. You got yourself into a lot of trouble, and you deserved everything you got. Bruno's face got an angry red color, and he started to say something. But as he looked around at all the girls sitting at the table with Amelia, he took a deep breath and said in a calm but still angry voice, I'm not going to let you get me into more trouble by saying anything that I'm really thinking. But this isn't over. And... Just then, the P.E. teacher, who was on lunch duty, walked over to where Bruno was standing next to Amelia and asked, Is everything okay here? Yes, sir, replied Amelia. Everything is just fine. We were talking about how what happened yesterday was never going to happen again. Uh, that's... Uh, that's right, said Bruno. As he began to walk away toward a table of his friends, he turned his head and glared at Amelia. When Bruno was far enough away not to hear them, the girls at Amelia's table began to giggle and chat about how it was the first time Bruno had ever lost an argument or anything else at school. Amelia was still a little uneasy and thought for sure that Bruno was serious when he said this wasn't over. She found out she was absolutely right when the class got to P.E. that day. As the class had all gathered together and the teacher was about to give them instructions about what games they would be playing. Suddenly, Bruno spoke up in a loud voice and said, Yesterday, 
The principal said, I have to apologize for the stuff I said to Amelia in class. So I'm doing it. But before I do, I wonder about something she said to me. She said she was better at soccer and at running than me. Well, I know that's not true because nobody at this school is better at sports than me. So I'm only apologizing for some of the stuff I said. And she should apologize to me for saying she was better than me. The teacher looked at Bruno and said, Bruno, we went over this yesterday. And Amelia interrupted him and said, I have to admit that maybe Bruno is right about what I said. Nobody actually knows which one of us is a better soccer player or runner. Maybe we should have a running race to find out. She turned and asked the teacher. Could we do that now? The teacher replied, I don't see why not. Is that all right with you, Bruno? Bruno nodded his head eagerly and said, Let's do it. I'm going to run her into the... <laughs> the teacher made a loud clearing in his throat sound, which stopped Bruno from speaking. I mean, I'm going to do my very best. Then under his breath, Bruno said, To run her into the ground. She hasn't got a chance. So the teacher gathered the class together and said, Okay. Here are the rules for the race. Amelia and Bruno will start from right here when I blow my whistle. And they will finish in this same place after two full laps around the track, which will make the race about a half a mile. Members of the class can cheer on either or both runners during the race. But no one can yell anything negative or offensive about either of our runners during or after the race is over. I will be the only judge of the winner. Bruno and Amelia, do both of you agree to the rules of this race? Both of them looked at the teacher and nodded their heads in agreement. Then the teacher said, Okay, runners, take your places at the starting line. The class crowded around the starting line as Bruno and Amelia took their places. Just as they were in position, Bruno glared at Amelia and whispered, Good luck, loser. I'll see you at the finish line. The teacher saw Bruno whispering but couldn't hear what he was saying, so he stepped onto the track and said, Bruno, what did you just say? Before Bruno could answer, Amelia replied, It's okay, sir. He was just wishing me good luck on the race. The teacher looked doubtful, but he went back to his place at the starting line and said in a loud voice, On your mark! Get set! And he blew a loud blast on his whistle. Both runners took off as fast as they could. Bruno was driving his arms up and down and stretching his legs as far as they could go on each stride. Amelia, on the other hand, seemed much more calm than Bruno, and she kept her pace up but looked almost relaxed as she ran just a few steps behind him. As they rounded the first lap and all the members of the class cheered and urged on their favorite, Bruno's face was very red and he was breathing hard. Amelia was still just a step or two behind him, but her face wasn't red at all, and her breathing was calm and even. As they reached the halfway mark of the last lap, Amelia started to pick up her pace, and she moved over to the right to pass Bruno. When he saw her coming up next to him, he yelled through his hard breathing, <gasps> You can't beat me! I won't let you beat me! So as they rounded the last turn toward the finish line, 
Bruno moved quickly to the right and tried to slam into Amelia and knock her over as she was passing him. She immediately saw his move and put on a burst of speed, passing him as he moved. Since Bruno was expecting to hit Amelia with his body as she passed, he leaned very far to the right, and when she zoomed past him, he lost his balance, tripped over his own feet, and fell down on the track. Without even glancing back, she kept running, and as she almost reached the finish line, Amelia looked back over her shoulder to see where Bruno was. That's when she realized he wasn't behind her at all. So just a few yards from the finish line, she stopped running, turned around, and saw Bruno lying down on the track, moaning, rolling back and forth, and holding his right ankle. The assistant teacher had already started jogging toward Bruno across the soccer field, and everyone in the class, including the PE teacher, was yelling and cheering for Amelia to finish and win the race. But facing away from the finish line and looking at where Bruno was, Amelia sprinted back up the track and got to him before the assistant teacher was even halfway across the field. He looked up at her and said, I'm really hurt. It's all your fault. You trapped me, Amelia replied. Oh, don't even try that. You know you did this to yourself trying to trip me, and so does everybody else. Amelia walked closer to him, put out her hand, and said, Come on, stand up. I'll help you get to the finish line. Bruno wailed. I can't. My leg's broken. I can't walk. Oh, quit being a baby. You hurt your ankle, but you can lean on me. I'll help you make it. It's just a few yards away. Do you want everybody to think you're a wimp and a loser? Amelia reached out her hand again, and Bruno said, Okay, okay. I'm not a wimp or a loser. Then he grabbed hold of her hand and she helped him to stand up. At this point, the assistant teacher had just reached them. And as he started to get hold of Bruno's other side, Amelia looked at him and said, Sir, could you please let us finish this race on our own? It's important. He looked surprised, nodded his head, and walked right behind them as Amelia helped Bruno hobble toward the finish line. As they got closer, the class and the teacher were cheering and clapping wildly. Bruno even managed to stand up a little straighter and sort of smile, and just before they were about to cross the finish line, he stopped and said to Amelia, You go across first. You won fair and square. Amelia looked at him and replied, No way. We're going across together. Either we're both winners or we're both losers. And frankly, I would rather we were both winners. So Bruno nodded his head in agreement, and they both crossed the finish line together. The class went wild with excitement, and everybody crowded around Bruno and Amelia, patting them on the back, chanting, Amelia, Bruno, Amelia, Bruno. After a few minutes, the PE teacher calmed everyone down and said, Amelia, why did you stop just before you would have won the race and go back to help Bruno? You know he tried to knock you over, and he wouldn't have done anything to help you if you had fallen, right? Sir, it's not that winning isn't important to me, it is. But I'm not the kind of person who can just leave someone who is hurt behind so I can win. It doesn't matter who they are or whether I'm friends with that person or not. The class went wild, cheering, clapping, and chanting, Amelia, Amelia, Amelia. After the teacher calmed everyone down again, he started to speak, but Bruno interrupted him and asked, Would it 
be okay if I said something? The teacher gave Bruno a long, suspicious look, nodded his head yes, and said, I suppose so, but you be very careful about what you say. Um, I just want to say that I tried to cheat today by trying to knock Amelia over so I wouldn't lose the race. She's a better runner than me. And for me, being the best and winning has always been the most important thing. The teacher was right. If I had knocked Amelia over, I wouldn't have gone back to help her. I wouldn't even have thought about it. But she came back for me. And she gave up winning, even when I told her to cross the finish line first. Then she said something really smart. She said, if we don't win together, we're both losers. I don't just want to be the loser that always wins anymore. I want to be more like Amelia. And I want to say sorry for trying to knock her over and for being such a jerk about having to win all the time. The class really went wild this time. They cheered, clapped, and started chanting, Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. The teacher calmed everyone down once more and said, Class, pay close attention to what you have seen and heard today. This is one of the greatest examples of good sportsmanship I have ever experienced. And everyone clapped and cheered wildly once more. Have you ever met anyone who is kind of like Bruno in our story? It seems that kind of person always has to be right, or they have to win, or everybody has to do the things they want to do, no matter what anybody else might like to do. And if they don't get their way, then a person like that gets angry and tries to force everyone else to do what he or she wants, or that person becomes a mean bully. It's just no fun to be around people like that. But it's really hard and sometimes even a little bit scary to say no to them. And they won't let you just ignore them. So what do we do about somebody like that? You know, I think Amelia in our story handled it about as well as anyone can. Even though she didn't want to have any help from adults to deal with Bruno at first, she did talk with her mother, who gave her some great advice. Yeah, she said that Amelia needed to realize that no one had any control over what Bruno might say or do, but that she did have control over what she said and did. And that meant she could give up being worried and afraid of Bruno. But did that stop him from being mean to her? No. But because she talked to adults about the problem, she realized that her parents, her principal, and her teacher were all behind her. And she didn't have to deal with Bruno all alone. She also realized that Bruno wasn't a scary monster, but just another kid like her, with the same need for respect, acceptance, and friendship that we all have. And when she told him that she didn't like it when he was mean to her and treated him with kindness when he fell at the race. Even though he was trying to knock her down. Yes, even though he was being mean to her. Her kindness and respect made everything turn out all right. So even though real life might not work like our story every time, standing up for yourself getting support from caring adults, and treating even bullies with respect, acceptance, and kindness is a pretty good way to deal with the Brunos you may know. We hope 
you've enjoyed this story, and we look forward to sharing a whole lot more stories with you in upcoming episodes. Always remember that being responsible for yourself, getting support from caring adults, and treating everyone with respect, acceptance, and kindness is the best way to live each and every day. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.